wanna get high Lay in the grass, stare at the sky Let the world do Smoke me up with Matt Bessers, the podcast for stoners. With your stoner host, Matt Besser, that's me. Every episode begins before we even start recording in the alley right behind Starburn Studios where we've invited a guest from the cannabis industry to smoke me up along with one of my comedy buddy co-hosts. We'll talk about the strain of the week that we're smoking. We'll do a highly recommend where we talk about the fun things we like to consume while we consume. And we'll generally joke around as people smoking kind bud tend to do. So here we are, folks. We are inside. We can't tell them where, but we're in THC Design, downtown inside, L.A. Uh, we're inside THC Designs. Uh, we're going on a tour of some sort. Yeah, their official tour to see their grow. This is our first grow tour. I've never... Have you guys ever been to a I've grow? I've never been to a big company like this. No, I've never been uh, to an official grow tour. I've definitely seen, like, friends' basements or cabinets. But this Have you is, been to, like, a big field or a big grow? I no, have not. No, this will be my first time. Have you guys time. ever been to, like, a tour of a, like... A beer company? Yeah, been like to a, a brewery Molson tour. Golden? Yeah, they yeah, give you know. beer, right? Yeah. You're wondering if we're going to get weed on this? Yeah, well, I'm not wondering. I mean, I mean it's <laughs> I all the top I'm of my head. <laughs> it's all I'm thinking about. My only experience with this is uh, Willy Wonka. That's all I know about tours. So if we get too greedy, maybe Gabriel will blow up if he smokes too much? I, I, I want I an Oompa Loompa now, Horatio. <laughs> I want all the edibles. <laughs> Who would have you guys have been in... Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Which character do you think you would have been? I would have been the TV addicted child. <laughs> yeah, you would have been end character. up in the TV. Yeah, I would yeah. have been. Uh, what's his face? A little the good the grandpa. You would <laughs> have been Charlie. <laughs> you think you would have been Charlie? You I just made yourself Charlie. the hero. <laughs> I just really just thought about it, and I'm like, I need none of those other people. I'm definitely I mean, the hero. Is there a chill person other than the hero? Or do they all get like... I mean, Char- You Willie's seem like Veruca chill. Salt with that big super gulp to me, man. I want it all. Yeah, you're going to be burping yourself up true. to the ceiling. I didn't come in with my own... No, no, no. Charlie own- burped himself to the ceiling. No. Oh, Charlie burps himself. So Veruca blows up blue. Like, right? like a big blueberry. Yes. Because she, she has the everlasting... Uh, no, no, the... Uh, he is Charlie. Maybe I'm one of those new Oompa Loompas from... Uh, from the new, new one. one. From the, from the, the like Johnny Depp one? Little Indian dude. <laughs> <laughs> there was a CGI like 50 times. <laughs> Don't stand right next to the screen. So we're going sans engineer. We're, at, we're undercover. Besser's got a backpack full of gear. Can we use your last name? Fairchild? There you go. Edward Fairchild. So uh, we're here. You have a very fancy, extensive building. It's very impressive. Yeah. And we uh, haven't even seen all of it yet. Oh, we're in dude, the, there's, I'm like, there's the no windows district. here. Oh, sorry, I'm jumping on you. We're, we're near the Arts District. You we're go. near the Arts District. We're downtown LA. Um, we've been growing in California since 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, we started in a co-op warehouse in Oakland. And we had two people, two rooms, and 12 lights. Were you one of the two people? No. Okay, the way you said that. Wait, I thought old. it was him, right? Didn't no, you? he's in charge of the oral tradition. He's what the... if he's the son of the two people? <laughs> This was a long time ago. I did grow up with the two people. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, oh Jesus. Um, so, yeah, we, we started with two rooms, two people, and 12 lights. Uh, we've never taken outside investment or venture capital. Mm-hmm. Everything that we have today has just been built through continual reinvestment into the company. Do you ever work in odd numbers, or is it always uh, multiples of two? 
So we currently have a 175 employees. Oh. Uh, Someone got fired yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> we have four licensed facilities in L.A. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What, what do you mean by facilities? The actual grows? Or yeah, exactly. You know, grows. We, mm-hmm. we don't have a retail license. We uh, just have a cultivation license, a distribution license, and a manufacturing license. Mm-hmm. And you go outside of California? So we just started growing in uh, Detroit. Mm. But uh, the way that Detroit is set up right now, there's no recreational licenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we have a caregiver grow right now. Um, we sent some. I of thought he was about there. to say we have to grow them in uh, car factories. <laughs> yeah. That's the only way they let us yeah. do it. Is pretend um, it was part cars. of the ba- it was part of the automotive bailout. Now we're growing cannabis in the old uh, Kia factory. <laughs> now, Chicago's uh, now pretty weed friendly. Yeah, Illinois yeah, weed friendly. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Well, if not, I'll go to. I'll go. I'll drive to Detroit. It's only, <laughs> it's only six hours or something. Yeah, you can get it here though, man. <laughs> but we also just broke ground on a new facility in Palm Springs. It's 168,000 square feet. It's being. Uh, it's a mixed light greenhouse, so it's going to take full advantage of the sun, and uh, it's being built on a wind farm. Mm. So we're trying to grow cannabis in the most sustainable. Does the wind farm know you guys are there? Or are you just no, trying yeah, to sneak yeah, in yeah, there? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, this is like my how my landlord doesn't know that my one plant is in the back. This guy, we, yeah, we snuck in and we did one hundred seventy thousand square. They were using the land. I mean, we just... Guys, hide! They're coming. <laughs> but I, I, the reason I said earlier, there's no windows in this room because, or there shouldn't be windows where they are. Because it's like a weird shining like setup. That's the rest of the building. But I peeked around the window. It's not sunlight that's blocking. It's that's the room in there. That's one one room. So um, I'm gonna raise the shades here. Oh, oh man, he just grabbed it's like the remote James and he Bond. lowered them. He's lowering them. Um, oh man, if that's not a metaphor for life, it like you will never <laughs> see the room. He's like, oh, this is pretty awesome. Welcome. Oh my God! Wow, it's beautiful in there. It's so beautiful, and it really looks like. Uh, oh man, that looks. Cool it really looks stuff. like the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, full spectrum light. Right. Yeah. So this is one of our mother rooms. Um, all of our plants they start out as clones that we'll cut from our mother plants. Okay. We'll take, we'll take a clone cutting. We'll dip it in a, some rooting hormone, and then it'll go into a little cube of rock wool. Before it goes into our clone nursery for two to four weeks. Uh-huh. At that point, we'll transplant it into a one gallon bucket of cocoa coir and perlite. Whoa, tell me what both of those things are. Cocoa Salt, coir. pepper, cocoa. You don't yeah. have that yeah. in your herb brand? Cocoa I got a bacon, egg, and cheese. Uh. No. Uh, cocoa coir is ground up coconut husks. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, That's and so perlite weird. is um, it's actually a type of uh, volcanic glass, it's a type of obsidian. What the heck? Yeah. So do you guys specialize in this, or is this a common to all grows? We're not doing anything that's, like, particularly revolutionary, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel. Um, you know, we're farming. It's, right. You know, it's been... So do, do uh, maybe this is a stupid question, yeah. but do corn farmers use coconut husks? Is that a common thing outside marijuana? I don't think marijuana? so. You know, we're trying to do something that's sustainable, right? Mm-hmm. So cocoa, coconut husks are more sustainable than, uh, than other growing mediums that okay. you might use. Um, but we mix, we blend cocoa coir and perlite so that the uh, the medium has uh, better drainage and more consistent dryback. Right? Um, we want the roots to be able to breathe a little bit, mm. um, and we want to have just like a really consistent, predictable way that the the 
those buckets, those, uh, the medium that the plants are growing in are gonna dry back, right, or drain. So um, all of these plants in this room, they're being kept in a state of perpetual vegetation. They're never gonna start flowering or budding um, because- Because they're just making clones for you. Exactly. Wow, these, these are the saddest like of all the plants. <laughs> these are the matrix no, plants. They're, the they're just they're the mothers. Yeah. They're proud of all of their babies. These this are like the, the clones that... in the sci-fi movies where we just harvest their no, kidneys. This is the one that fucking uh, Sigourney Weaver has to kill. <laughs> so wait, so if, if you me bitch, and, if me and Gabriel jumped through the glass and just started grabbing those and putting them in our cars, yeah, can we start our own. We would be able to start our own uh, oh, yeah. weed growing. <laughs> You'd yeah. be all cut up, though. I would yeah. be all cut up. Well, between up all the coconuts you go through and all the lava rock I have in my house, <laughs> we should be able to grow no problem. Lava rock. <laughs> where do you get lava rock from? you have to get it from Hawaii or something? Uh, I don't know where we source it from exactly, but uh, it's a common grower uh, mm-hmm. material. Okay. for lack of a better term. Um, so in this room is all of your different, or at least some of your different strains, parents, right? Like moms, that you would say like, oh, we, we need to make a bunch of clones of Purple Punch or whatever, yeah. and then you would go to that, per- the Purple Punch plant. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's probably multiple Purple Punch moms in this room. That's the big THC design strain I always why are you pu- Why are you pouring purple Kool-Aid on that <laughs> one plant? What is that doing? It's sustainable. Really it's taste it's very sustainable. <laughs> Kool-Aid is like a dollar for a thousand gallons. <laughs> so is every, are all your strains represented inside that room or you have yeah. other, yeah. no? So we've got three mom rooms here. Um, we also have mom rooms at other facilities. Mm-hmm. We have some genetics that have been in the company for over a decade. Um, but we'll keep How a mother, long will a mom last? Yeah, this we'll keep sad. a mother plant for one and a half to two years. Really? Yeah, and then at that point it'll get a little bit too woody to produce new clones, mm-hmm. at which point we'll just start a new mom plant from one of its clones. Mine only lasted 82. <laughs> that's, that's a pretty, that's she's a pretty alive. good one. She's, she's alive. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Thanks for listening to my pot podcast. <laughs> Mine went 65. I was like, that's pretty good, man. That's some good mom. But the climate of this room, it's uh, about 85 degrees in there with between 85 and 90% humidity. So if you now, imagine those Miami people on the summer, floor sunbathing, are they allowed in there yeah. or do they just sneak in there during yeah. the night? No, we offer a special package. Where, if, you would, if you would let me take this tour shirtless, I could really do two birds with one stone in there. I could get my Long Island beach tan going while getting to walk amongst the plants. Exactly. So that, that's a pretty here's my uh color commentary so that's a pretty hot room is what i was just about to <laughs> so that room is pretty what you're saying is. <laughs> so that's uh that's the oh i'm saying so if you have that's what i was getting at so if you have multiple mother rooms are some of them running at different climates potentially Potent, yeah. depending on per strain right? right yeah depending on the strain and also depending on the individual grower who's running the room right Oh, okay. So we let all of our growers kind of compete against each other. Um, They all manage different facilities, and they're all judged by their yield. Matt does that with improv students, without question. That's how. That's how. Whoever gives them the most. How humans get better. Whoever gives them the most, we succeed. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Um, But wait a minute. Hold on. I really like this. Now, will they be growing the same strains? So the strains are up against similar strains because it would only be fair that way right right well we have no (laughs) we have some facilities that are strain specific we've got one strain one facility that just grows xj13 yeah um in an ideal world we would have one strain per facility is that because sativa is so rare 
Why? Why is is that your most popular strain? I guess. Yeah, it's the strain that we built the company on. It was. Is our, that your strain? Yeah. Oh, I like how you're saying yeah. Like, don't yeah, like even to, fuck with us. Right, all the all the strains, right? Um, currently, there's. I don't think there is intellectual property that's being enforced in, probably, in the cannabis industry right now. Uh-huh. Is, is there is there intellectual property enforced in like uh, wine? Uh, I don't. Possibly, I, I know. In the, I would I assume in the rose industry, like among rose growers, rose breeders. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're able to like copyright, I guess, yeah, their I'm individual assuming, genetics. I would assume cannabis would be similar to wine, where it's like you can't like it would be very hard to be like unless someone's like caught stealing stealing seeds or clones would be the only. Mm-hmm. Well, it's. I mean, it, the thing is, just there's no federal regulation in that right. that regard right now. That there yeah. are companies that do genomic sequencing of strains. And they're able to pinpoint exactly where in the like genetic galaxy of your strain, where, where it, your strain fits in the genetic galaxy of oh, all wow. of cannabis. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. It's like 23andMe, but for Bud, it, man. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> My, oh, this weed is uh, Afghan Kush mixed with Boston Terrier. <laughs> so wait a minute. How many, like that's a super popular known that was probably obviously a cannabis cup winner. So what other ones do you have that you've invented that, uh, is that the word? I wouldn't invented? say that we invented it. I don't, I don't know that we invented it. We, oh. I do know that we are like, we're the number one seller of it of all time, for sure. Like mm. last year, the You're number the one Eagles selling flower in California was XJ13. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. The, the is it because po- it's like yeah, a, it's a milder sativa, so it's probably, it's like a good base? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't mean, I don't mean, um, I don't mean not strong. I meant like you don't mean potent. Not, you mean not. Like, you mean not racy. Not racy or not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, possibly. Because yeah. I've always, you know, I've always gone back to that XJ13. Yeah. Like it's a thing that I know in my head. Like that's good. Yeah, like, it's like it's like Malbec for me. I'm like I frequently enjoy XJ13. But, uh, <laughs> oh, you have that? That's what I'll get. Yeah. Exactly. When, when I'm when lost think... in my life and I'm confused, I always go back to XJ13. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite Lucas film. Part of our success is built on our consistency, right? right? So we grow indoors, so our flower is consistent harvest after harvest. So whenever you go to get XJ13, it's like you're buying a, a bottle of Coca-Cola. It's going to be XJ13 every time. Mm-hmm. There are other growers. If you're growing outdoors, you know. Do you have an XJ13 zero? No. Okay. Just, just the XJ13. Mm-hmm. Diet XJ13. But if you're growing uh, outdoors, you know, harvest to harvest, season to season, you might have a particularly rainy season or dry season. Um, you don't have as much consistency. Right, right. You can't, get, you can't guarantee sun and shade and all yeah. that. Yeah. Growing indoor, you can get it the same. Every- but that's a, that great, that's a great thing, consistency, because, like, you know, once, like I said earlier, like, XJ13, <laughs> go back to XJ13, baby. Yeah, man. Oh, start to XJ13. Recently, like, crescendo. I've been really enjoyed it, but then when I get it a second time, I still enjoy it. Where usually it's sometimes a little off, or you don't notice, but definitely enjoy. Uh, you can tell that you're getting right. the same thing each time. Yeah. So crescendo is currently our highest testing strain. It's testing anywhere from thirty to forty percent. What? Cannabinoids. Yeah, it's one of the forty. I've never heard yeah. of such yeah. a thing. Well, exactly. It's one of the most potent strains on the planet. You better let us leave. With but wait, I can I can get I can get forty in a store now. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. Um, it. It's harvest to harvest, but mm-hmm. yeah, total active cannabinoids. We had one harvest that tested over 40%. Okay, I wanted was, to ask you It was that. 39% What's THC. the difference between when I see on the label 
THC percent versus cannabinoid percent? What's the difference? Right. So um, THC is usually there's a lower There's over count. 150 cannabinoids um, that are known, right? Uh, THC is kind of the main psychoactive one that's known. It's the one that is primarily tested for. Um, it's all about a ratio. It depends on like the testing company. I'm not sure exactly God the damn formula. It. Everything's about Horatio. I agree. <laughs> Every time we go out, it's all about Horatio. The golden Horatio. I am in the new Star Wars uh, series. Yeah, on, how come I don't get that? Disney Plus. I, I can't know, fucking you... put up on a fucking six hours of makeup and run around and go, memer, memer. He's got some special talent for that. It's always about ratio. I'm but sorry I interrupted you. That's okay. Um, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay, man. <laughs> but yeah, the lights in this room, it's uh, mixed spectrum HPS bulbs. Those are high pressure sodium bulbs. Mm -hmm. um, we also have some metal halide lamps in there, and we're, we're experimenting with some LED lamps over there on the left. We're in the process of converting all of our grows over to LED. So it's going to allow. Did you say LA? L E. Okay. D. I thought you had a new one. L A D. <laughs> yes, lad. Um, no, L E D. Less energy? Yeah. Uh, lower electrical. Less bills. energy, dude. Yeah. That's and what more for. efficient. Yeah. Less energy, Less dude. Energy. <laughs> uh, that, um, that makes sense. Uh, but it's also going to allow us to double our production capacity. So um, mm. these HPS bulbs, they get very hot. You can't get them that close to the plants. LED lights remain cool. You can get them right up on the plants. So we'll actually be able to do a you can cut the room another in half layer. The, the, yeah, the exactly. Of canopy. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Vertical That's cool. farming. So twice the yield. Exactly. And that means half the price. Yeah. That is excellent right. what you guys are going to be doing. I don't think... The one thing I'm learning about cannabis is the more there is, somehow it keeps costing me more. Do you ever, I have to create weed podcasts to try to get some free butt every once in a while. Do you, do you, ever, have, do you ever give jobs, uh, like security jobs, to, to people? Comedians? Like, like three people that are kind of like the new Three Stooges? <laughs> Yeah, do you and ever you, give security you let jobs stay overnight? Free non All right, you idiots. <laughs> We're installing the new fans and the new LEDs. Ooh, you say you know how to do LED lights, huh? <laughs> less energy, dude. <laughs> of course, less energy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you nimrods. Okay, good. Yeah, let me know. Okay. Um, but no, I don't. I don't. I typically don't bring people into this room because our mother plants are kind of our most valuable plants, right? right? It's how we yeah. preserve our genetics. Mm -hmm. We don't want to expose them to any outside pests, bacteria, pathogens, that sort of thing. We don't hey, want to easy. Sick. <laughs> he was referring to me. Uh, but we are going to get. We are going to get to go into two rooms after this. One of our don't vegetative touch rooms, anything, right? And one of our flower rooms. And yes, please don't touch anything. Yeah, um, that should be. Is it like That's a, a given bird? almost everywhere. It's crazy that people have to ask. Like, yeah. Like, in, like anytime you're getting a tour anywhere, you're like, the, the fact that someone Can I tell you, I was in Greece, and we were in some museum that was showing off Minoan pottery, which is like the first pottery ever discovered. <laughs> people were going up and picking it up. <laughs> and they had a guy in a chair with a whistle who would blow his whistle every time someone touched it because it was so common. And my wife and I were like, why don't they just put up barriers? Because people are animals. <laughs> like, if you have kids on your tour, for whatever reason, you have to be like, yeah, and you're not allowed to touch anything. But adults, like, if you have to be like, am I allowed to touch stuff in this tour? It's like, the answer is most likely no. no. <laughs> you will get permission to touch something if you're supposed to touch something. Yeah. I'm not going to throw it against the wall. I'm a 40-year-old man. <laughs> 
answer. Is it like? Oh, I miss. Oh no. Is it like a baby bird and the mama plant will abandon the bud? Exactly. Mm -hmm. The mama plant will just take off. Well, I'm concerned that some of these clones are going to imprint on me as I walk by, (laughs) and they're going to follow me like ducklings in that movie Fly Away Home. No, a woman asked me that the other day. She was like, why can't we touch the plants? And I said, well, if you were touring a food factory, if you were touring a cereal factory, you know, would you want someone touching your cereal? Mm. To a lot of people, this is medicine. She spit out her sandwich. She said, what? (laughs) She was like, all right, fine, then I'll just use the bathroom. It's like, miss! <laughs> like, she's over a pot. <laughs> miss? Yeah, what if our DNA got in one of those plants? Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. That's just, how you get a, a strain named after you. Yeah. yeah. That's how Gary Payton it's number all the four pills came I take. about. I'll go mix with marijuana and make this beautiful cocktail. It's like, that's where uh, later on, <laughs> he's like, Horatio's testing at 46% THC. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's... So have you guys named any strains? We have in the past, um, most of our genetics we get from other breeders throughout California. We'll source from various nurseries. Sometimes we'll crossbreed. Sometimes we'll pop seeds and get a new phenotype that's different from most of the other cuts out there. Mm-hmm. Like our... Our crescendo cut is a unique phenotype that we pop from a seed, um, which is why part of why it's like the highest testing that you can find out there. What's that? What's it testing it, at? That's the 30 to 40. Yeah. Oh, that's the one. Yeah. yeah. Crescendo. Right. We're wow. going to get to see some of that here in a minute. I can't wait. I bet it's glowing or something. <laughs> yeah. It's like that scene. Did you guys see the movie Beach Bum? I love that oh, movie. Oh, that we're going? Okay, we're doing no. this. We saw, we're they moving. take him to a grow room. Uh, Snoop Dogg has like this plant in his basement, and it's growing like under a hot pink light. And he's like, this is that shit, man. And everyone's like standing around, <laughs> dancing at <laughs> <and> fucking <laughs> rolls. Hot pink? That makes it better somehow? Yeah, somehow. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right, so for the listeners, if you're, if this isn't, if this isn't edited out, we are currently entering a more public situation. So. Yeah. Horatio, shut the fuck up. We're, spe- we're passing all the special guests that are here. To- yeah. There's a lot of dignitaries. We won't say who. Yes. Dignitaries and models. The little guy from, Rock the, star. from the Diet Pepsi commercials. Who we- said, I'm the real one. He's here. <laughs> That's what you just saw. That's what I just saw. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Yeah, maybe that's not a good idea. All right, we're going into the restricted area. Oh, it, it smells, smells like great weed, in here. man. Oh, finally. To me, it's unbelievable. It doesn't smell more out there. How you guys do that? We're, now He's we're outside. He's leading us into an alley. Again? There's oh, some scary-looking guys. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> my wallet! <laughs> uh... I'm assuming you can't use this audio because that's a generator fucking going wild or a compressor or something. This is awesome. This is like a, a set from a movie. We're walking through some, like, just, I mean, it's dark out, so it seems scarier than it is, but we're in a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> we're about to enter one of our oldest and longest running facilities. It's been running since late 2014. And when we started growing here, it was actually an illegal grow. So we didn't spend a bunch of money making everything look nice. Busted. We got him on tape. Mission accomplished, everybody. Let's bring in the helicopters. This has, been the long, this has been our longest undercover assignment ever. I need you to pose as comedians and potheads for 30 straight years. You know what? We got good. We got really good. Turns out we're actually better at comedy than being drug enforcement agents. Horatio was like, we lost him to SNL. <laughs> Yeah, so we didn't spend a bunch of money when we were building this place out because we never knew an LAPD was going to raid us and take everything. 
and LAPD has raided this facility twice. <laughs> and each time they arrested everyone that worked here and they took all of our plants. And each time it cost us about $2 million in lost product. Wow. And donut sales went up for the next two weeks after those busts. That's not hack, folks. <laughs> you just say it's not hack and then make it so. Did you say that's not hack, He folks? said, yeah, that's not hack, folks. <laughs> Now this facility is People are slamming their brakes in their cars. And when oh. LA City Council wants to bring politicians on a grow tour and show them how a commercial grow facility is run, this is one of the places that they take them. Cool. Oh my god, there's only one plant in here. Uh, we're all oh yes, we're gonna put oh on lab gosh. coats. Do we have to put on lab coats? You guys might be able to hear uh, some water running. You might notice this large water tank over here to my right. It's uh, part of our water reclamation system. So we're actually able to recapture and reclaim up to two thirds of the water use. And we do that by uh, using dehumidifiers that pull the moisture out of the air. And we also have a state-of-the-art HVAC system that's able to capture the condensation that forms in the air conditioner's coils. <laughs> we'll then take that water and we'll filter it via reverse osmosis, sterilize it with UV light, and then uh, adjust the pH and dial in the electroconductivity before we feed it back to the plants. Plants like people, if you feed them water that's filtered via reverse osmosis, it's too clean, it's too pure. So you actually have to add minerals back into it so that the plants are able to use it. I've actually heard that about bottled water versus the water you get out of tap. The tap has, I'm not kidding about this, that it has more minerals in it and it makes you smarter. I'm not kidding, I'm smarter? not kidding. <laughs> I know you're That not you need that for your kids, this I read is, that. This is not happening. I know I've been sarcastic a hundred <laughs> times today, but that was real. I've All heard right, that too, that this. there's like nutrients in the, in the water that if you drink exclusively, that was horrifying. <laughs> if you drink exclusively. <laughs> That's what I won't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> This facility, this facility actually uses less 45%. water. 45%! Oh my god, I won't tell anyone! <laughs> it uses less water per month than a family of four. We use more water for our workers to use the restroom than we use to grow the cannabis. Where do you keep that family that you're comparing this to? <laughs> this is amazing. I do think it's fucked up that you measure how much water your employees use in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, look at this. We're putting on special shoes. Okay. This is this is the highlight of the tours for me oh, yeah? so far. <laughs> Dude, it's an automatic little booties machine for our shoes. And they I've have a little tip, too, this. so they look a little like... Yeah, they're a little fancy. I got the uh, Air Jordan booties. <laughs> Matt messed it up. Matt broke it. Did I? No. I feel like this can't be part of your job title, is the guy that's in charge of changing the booties. Someone's machine. getting fired. It's, good, it's going down to 174, folks. We're, we're going to get rid of the guy who's been pissing and shitting the most, so our water, <laughs> our water usage goes down. <laughs> hey, guys, as always at THC Design, if it's yellow, let it mellow. <laughs> Gracious putting on his automatic boots. What do you got there, 12s? If you don't get out of there, it'll cut your fucking foot off at the ankle. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal could there. not visit this place. You're terrible at it, but... Oh, my God, you couldn't even do the automatic boot machine. <laughs> Booty <laughs> machine. Oh, man, look at, look at this. All right, we are all booted up. Pull it up over your toe there. We're all... Yeah, cover the. This way. All right. So Turd. as we go into this next room, I, I just ask you guys to be aware of your surroundings. There's a lot of equipment around. There's a lot of like hoses on the ground and fans, dehumidifiers and humidifiers, and uh, we're used to dealing with fans. Plugged into the walls, so be careful. <laughs> 
<laughs> Not careful of what you lean up against. Wait, okay, so you want to brag about being sustainable, but you have humidifiers and dehumidifiers going? <laughs> Feels counterintuitive. All right, don't touch anything, guys. It's dark in here. Okay, we're walking through several rooms. I see baby marijuana plants. They can barely talk. We're in a dark room. Oh, oh wow. This is pretty dope. Now we're in a... Bedrooms, right? So... Essentially, what we're trying to do in here is replicate springtime in the jungle. Uh, if you look at the light in here, it's kind of a whiter, bluer light, like if you looked up at the clear blue skies of spring. And then it's very warm and very humid in here. It's about 80 degrees in here, 85 degrees with 70% humidity. Um, think about a plant and how it starts its life. It's a seed that drops to the forest floor of the jungle, and that's where it starts growing, right? So. Down on the forest floor, it doesn't get a lot of direct sunlight. It gets light that's filtered by the canopy of the leaves overhead. And then there's, there's a lot of decaying organic matter down on the forest floor of the jungle, and that generates a lot of heat and humidity. And that's what the plants really like at this phase, so that's why we keep it so humid in here. Do you ever get roadkill and throw it in there because it's natural? Yes, sometimes. <laughs> you gotta, gotta feed them, somehow. I, wanna, I only want to smoke weed that goes grown with a dead animal, man. <laughs> I, had a, I know a guy who was who like... brings out the terps. I know a guy who like was growing a pot plant out his window, and he bought... He got beef blood from the butcher, and he put it in the soil, what? and he swears by that it was one of the yeah. best uh, plants he grew. Yeah. Does that so, make sense? Well, adding blood meal to uh, cannabis plants is definitely a thing that's been around for a long time. It's a way to give the plants certain nutrients. Okay. Uh, Would human—I'm not saying we'd do this, but, but is human blood filled with more nutrients than maybe cow blood? Yes. And then follow up. Do you want to buy a couple of bags of blood we have with us here tonight? How much? <laughs> we brought extra blood for you. Is it this true is... you have Fight Club in here <laughs> and bloody noses are encouraged? This is this is cool. I well, it's I've, not cool. It's no, it's very warm. I'm glad we're layered up with extra lab coats on. <laughs> but it does feel cool that we're all in in like we look like weed doctors. Remind us to get another picture. Mm, what's this new Should strain? Should I snip these up? Coronavirus. What's that mean? Look at the scissors right there. Don't touch anything. We're going to a, one of our flower rooms. All right. Uh, so what? Close the door behind you. So in a bedroom, these close guys the are just, you're trying to keep them at what? Like you're trying to do what with them? He or is this just the stage? They think it's at night right now. They think it's spring break. All right, I'm walking very slow. Yes, sir. Slow down. Sorry. Okay. We're all tethered to Matt's What about this room? Backpack. Are they in there six hours of darkness currently? Yeah, exactly. They're oh. sleeping right now. They're in London right now. Whoa. Okay, some scientists are walking out. <laughs> yeah, we can't tell if they're okay. also on a tour or if they actually work here because mm. we're all in lab coats. <laughs> yeah, you should. We're a rock band. So this right here is uh, the manifest for what's being grown in this room. We've got a lot of crescendo. We've got some Gorilla Goo. We've got some uh, Golden Cobra, Dosido, Purple Punch, Sunset Triangle Kush, and Skywalker. There's 942 plants in this room, and it harvests on March 18th. So very soon. soon. Yeah. About two that is the day after St. Patrick's Day, is it not? Why have I heard that as a magical grow day? Why is that? Have you ever heard that before? Yes, absolutely. We harvest every year on March 18th. It's is that very true? no. Oh. <laughs> I actually have heard that that you start your grow, you start your outdoor grows the day after St. Patrick's Day. That might make sense because that's right. just like yeah. springtime. So I'm about to get into that. So this right here is the recipe for how this room is being grown. Right, uh, you can see in the first week we 
we still keep it very warm and very humid. It's 80 degrees with 63% humidity. As the weeks go along, we're gradually lowering the temperature and dropping the humidity so that by week eight or nine, it's 70 degrees with 40% humidity. And essentially what we're doing there is replicating that transition from summer into fall, right? Um, if you were growing cannabis outdoors, you would ideally plant in mid to late March and you'd harvest in early November. So a period of about nine months. See, I'm not stupid. <laughs> it feels like it's like after St. Patty's Day, you're like, I can't have another fucking beer. It's like, that's a reminder to grow some weed. But we compress that amount of time into about 14 weeks. And we do that by tricking the plants into thinking that time is moving much faster than it actually is. And we do that by adjusting the temperature, by adjusting the humidity, by adjusting the light. So when the plants come into this... You're, you're literally gaslighting them. Yes, exactly. <laughs> You ever like walk above them at night and say, make them think there's ghosts? Yes. It stresses them out just a little bit. It yeah. makes them grow a little bit faster. So that's why so the, do that. the amount of time that it's in there is longer at the beginning, and then, I mean, the amount that they're under light, it becomes less light or more light? Oh, so, right. So it actually uh, it starts out at 20 Kelvin and ramps up to 40 Kelvin and then lowers to 30 Kelvin. So we're increasing the intensity and the changing the color of the light as it goes so that's um, like spring summer fall exactly okay, was there something to the, the snoop dog pink light is that a time of year a pink light or is that you don't know that i'm not <laughs> i don't know that. yeah i don't know that yeah. Besser, maybe that's the secret fesser keeps us guessing as to whether he's being serious or not on know, all of his I questions <laughs> it's hard a lot of led grows they give off kind of a purple light okay and, uh, that can yeah. make sense purple is our color so. oh yeah this purple. is exciting we're going into a room that has purple punch and has crescendo, which is the high testing one. And three different types of dosi dough. Mm. So How do you know there were such a thing? It was very warm, very humid. Right. And the color of the light in there was kind of a whiter, bluer light that you would see if you looked up at the clear blue skies of spring. As we walk into this room, you're going to notice right away. You are very poetic. Is that clear blue? That was nice. As we, as we walk into this room, <laughs> you're going to notice right away. It's 10 degrees cooler, it's much less humid, and the color of the light is. Um, much more of that golden light that you'd see in late summer sunsets. Okay. Oh, wow. It is bright. Oh, it looked like uh, Marcellus Wallace's suitcase, right? Uh, yeah. From Pulp Fiction. <laughs> yeah, this is the oh, dream. Very now, is we're awesome. in, now we're in it for real. We're seeing buds. Can I take a no flash pic? Or take all the pics you want, please. Yeah. All the video you want to tag us in your Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Design. Oh, awesome. This is so crazy. I'll like, as soon as we. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. Whoa, oh. what's this? Oh, so that's a sensor. It's detecting the uh, humidity, the temperature, the uh, CO2 content of the room. Mm -hmm. it it's attacking me. We should say, for, for, the, for those of you that can't be here right now, that are just listening, normally I'm saying this in reference to something visual. And yes, we're in a visual room, but it fucking smells awesome. <laughs> yeah, it really does. It really does. And look There's at just yeah. nothing but giant buds all around. This right here is golden cobra. And this over here is Crescendo. Hello, friend. I don't think I've ever heard of Golden Cobra. Is that a new one with you guys, or am I just not? For us, we're growing, I think we're growing it almost exclusively for a concentrate company. I don't know if I should say who they are, but um, yeah. Okay. And do you guys make the concentrate, or you just send no, the they, flour to them? Yeah, exactly. We'll send the flour to them, and they'll make it into a concentrate. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's an ironic word, huh? Concentrate. Sick, it's man. in my pod humor special, folks. <laughs> Edited that joke out. Yeah, this room's going to be chopped down in about two weeks. At that point, all of these plants will be hung upside down, and they'll go into our drying and curing room for seven to ten days before they're trimmed by hand and packaged. 
Why do they get hung upside down? Is that so the THC and gravity pulls it out or something? I don't know. I think it's probably just easiest. The way that the plants are, I don't know how you would hang it like vertically, like right side up, right? Because you hang it from the root. What if that's the innovation that I make? To the pot industry. 48%, man. You just got to hang them right side up. <laughs> the Besser hook, man. It's a bud hook. That's what the thing about this uh, any business is, though. If you invent a hook that makes this grow better, you become a millionaire. Oh, man. Thanks, dude. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> All our cannabis is trimmed by hand. Um, there's a lot of commercial cannabis companies out there that use machines to trim your cannabis, their, their cannabis. And you'd never want to do that because it mows the buds. And knocks off a lot of the trichomes and the crystals. Um, we've got a team of trimmers that work all day, every day, delicately trimming each bud to preserve the integrity of the bud and the medicine of the plant. I'll just describe them. They're in a corner right now. They have their eyelids propped open, uh, clockwork <laughs> orange style. They all look We're like all maniacs. All wearing shirts to say we love the night shift. <laughs> I don't get it. Um, <laughs> the, uh, so this may be a stupid question, but I notice we're in a room filled with plants that I assume were all planted at the same time, but yet there's some plants that are clearly six inches, eight inches taller than the other ones. Why would that be? So this is a mixed strain room. Um, like I said earlier, in an ideal world, we would have one strain per facility and we could really dial it in and optimize it per facility. But we only have four licenses in LA and we want to grow more than four strains. So this is a mixed strain room. Some strains stretch more, if, you know, the difference between an indica and a sativa, uh, at least in terms of like their lineage, uh, really dictates the grow patterns and, and how like whether or not they'll be more spindly and taller or bushier and uh, and thicker kind of you know. Are there bushier any- and thicker? Thicker. That's my Pornhub search term. <laughs> I'm not a classic that, man. Folks. Classic man. By the way, the crystals on the uh, on the crescendo. Crescendo. The cr- crystals. <laughs> the crystals on the crescendo, man. Look at this. It's like looks like magic, dude. It's like sparkly, man. Yeah, man. Oh, you can see them, man. Looks like Olivia Newton-John's about to pop out of one of those. Start oh, singing. So <laughs> Weirdly enough, Besser is growing a little bit since we've gotten in the room. Oh, yeah. I it's know my smile's growing. <laughs> Nutrient-rich uh, environment for Besser. He's now six foot six and climbing. <laughs> so the last guy was like looking up into a clear blue sky. I want you to describe this guy now. Uh, kind of the mid to late summer, um, yeah, kind of a little bit more golden than, than the last room. It's going to get even more golden over the course of the next two weeks. Fucking Robert Frost, motherfuckers. You hear this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. It is beautiful like that. I chose the strain less travel, brother. <laughs> what, do you guys have any questions? This is amazing. I've questions. never this been so in exciting. something like this. I've never been in something like this. I'm so afraid to fuck anything up that I'm just enjoying standing here looking. Please don't fuck anything up. <laughs> exactly. Like you're gonna be Woody Allen in that movie where he sneezes on the cocaine platter. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be Woody Allen like off screen. Oh <laughs> no, Gabrus. I guess I opened that up. Got you back. I'm gonna be the guy who's like turns around and is like, hey Besser, look at this bit, and I slip and I knock over like a domino effect of plants that end up hitting like an expensive sculpture that's for some reason also in here. So I see these are all uh, watered just directly into the soil, so there's no misting going on here, right? Um, no, there's no misting, but we do have humidifiers in the room that will put out humidity um, or moisture into the air. Um, 
These, we've, we've got a direct feed system here. Our plants are fed with our own active aerated compost tea that we blend ourselves. Is, is it old school to throw water on a plant or is most, is most grows going directly into the soil like this? We will sometimes just water directly by pitcher, but for the most part, we just use this uh, watering drip feed system. Yeah, because we can put it on a, like, a timer and, and uh, really dial in the amount of moisture like a, and, and the dryback that happens, right? So it's like an IV timing, for your plants. There's certain times of the day that are more beneficial to feed the plant um, and, and beneficial to stop feeding the plant. This is like God's Lowe's gardening section. <laughs> like, can you go back to Lowe's and you see all the plants? It's kind of, it's the same kind of uh, setup, but there's just a million, four or five foot plants. Except for none of the people work at Lowe's know what they're doing. <laughs> and you seem to. <laughs> well, uh, what kind of terps you looking yeah. for? <laughs> uh, interesting. Piney. I'm interested in the lighting. I mean, it's very powerful. It's hard to look at. It's hard to look at because it's replicating the sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, like, tell us about that light. Um, so we got <laughs> 60 lights friends. in this room. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't tell you the exact wattage. I wish I could. It's a secret, folks. Yeah, it's a secret. It's top secret. Yeah. Um, but enough wattage to rock the cottage. <laughs> exactly. You got enough wattage to rock the cottage. We're at 30 Kelvin currently. We're going to uh, torque it down to 20 Kelvin before we're out of here. So I see not many leaves hack, on, on these, on these plants. Do they get trimmed as you go along? Exactly. Yeah, so we're wanting to redirect the plant's growth energy towards the buds. Um, when plants have a lot more leaves, they're going to try to keep growing those leaves, right? Um, so we will try and steer the plants in a way by directing their energy into producing yeah. more bigger. So since you're only 14 days out from harvest, it's barely any leaves left. Exactly. All right. Good tips, folks. Let's and do the, it. And the fans are for so for air circulation. Obviously, you know, it's uh, it helps with moisture control. But um, most importantly, if a plant Mold. is always moving, right? It's like if you as a person were always exercising or always moving. You're going to have stronger, more robust plants because they're always moving a little bit. Okay, cool. What if it's always sitting there the writing all day and worrying about why it doesn't get auditions? <laughs> then what kind of plan is it? Yeah, what if, he's, what if he's smoking pot and talking on the microphone all afternoon, even though his wife is working? It's fine, right? As long as he brings in a little bit of income. <laughs> What if said person spreads? Right. <laughs> oh wait, a minute, it is weed. <laughs> I'm sorry, I said weed. That's such an old school term. Do you guys only say cannabis? cannabis? Yeah, we call it cannabis. Uh, marijuana is. It's got racist. Uh, yeah, that's what undercurrents. I yeah. through, uh, historically racist undercurrents. So we we don't use the term marijuana. Occasionally, like, um, just casually, we'll say weed. But for the most part, we refer to it as cannabis. Right. Uh, well, you know, marijuana is an actual lyric of the Cucaracha song. <laughs> uh, la Cucaracha, la Cucaracha, ya no puede caminar, porque no puede, porque no tiene marijuana para fumar. <laughs> marijuana para fumar, yeah. for smoking. Yeah. Oh. I didn't know that one. Did you know that one? <laughs> I did, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did, but as a white man, I'm not allowed to say that on the mic. That can was, you, for the record, that it? was Besser that sang that song. <laughs> <laughs> Besser just laughed so hard he knocked over four plants. <laughs> Not this three or awesome. five. This is amazing. It smells good. I'm getting, what is it? <clears throat> it's hungry when you want to eat. It's horny when you want to fuck. What's it called when all the smelling of weed is really making you want to go blaze? Mm, I don't know. What do you Thirsty? call that? Thirsty? Horny? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sober. 
<laughs> sober. Greeny. I'm feeling a little greeny. Let's get greeny. Yeah, we got to keep. You uh, made fun of Canabedian, but I, I like greeny. This is way too much information, but the lighting in here is really bringing out multiple colors in your beer. You have like yellow, gray, and brown going. You have blonde, gray, and brown. Yeah. It's pretty wild, like a full on spectrum. It's a nice beard. Yeah. You are beautiful in this room. <laughs> uh, two questions. You're, you're beautiful. When can we smoke weed? <laughs> hey, man, I don't know what kind you're of You're beautiful is a statement. I thought I was just giving you guys a marijuana. So, uh, you thought we'd be walking story. out of here with like three plants in your jacket, like, bye. Thanks for having me. I got one of each. I can start growing tomorrow. I live in a fucking apartment. That would be a nightmare to have. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking of it just for like a you know the hobby of it. Yeah, I'm, I think I want nothing more to get a house to to grow a couple of plants in the yard because it just feels like something that. Gardening, it seems peaceful, and if it gives me anything that I would use, so I would definitely use cannabis more than I'll use tomatoes. So, so these are all like uh, like three feet tall. Is that uh, so? When you see a picture, okay, here's the other word saying: outdoor grows. Yeah. Are the are they taller than indoor grows? Sure, they're growing over the period of nine months, right? So, an outdoor plant could get up to be ten feet tall, right? We compress that into fourteen weeks. We're trying to. Uh, keep the turnover as efficient. Is the sorry? Is the t- is the ten foot tall one producing less weed and smaller buds? No, not necessarily, but lower quality weed. Indoor. Yeah. Shouldn't say weed. We would call it cannabis. Yeah. So, nice. Tr- come on, bud. <laughs> Get with it. <laughs> Indoor. You have more control. Races. <laughs> and the flavor is always better with indoor. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what, if it's like grown outside, you run, It's hard to. The THC is varies. I mean, everything varies uh, when you. Sure, I mean it varies season to season. You can yeah. have a particularly wet season or a particularly dry season. Uh, you have to deal with runoff of neighboring farms. You have to deal with farms that are neighboring that might be doing crop dusting, and the wind can blow pesticides over that you don't want, right? The farmers' daughters wandering around. Exactly. Yeah. You're constantly being tempted by farmer's daughters. So Couple of luckless jabronis tipping over your cow. The cow squirts milk under one of your plants. Tourists landing on your beach, fucking running through your field. You got to fucking shoot them with a machine gun, chop their head off with a machete. That blood gets on your... That's, that's good the, for the soil, though, right? <laughs> the terroir yeah. is what they call it, right? All right? So do you want to prick our fingers and give to the soil like we said yeah. we would? That was the deal, I think. Blood, right? We're gonna make a blood brother strain for us to smoke on the show. <laughs> uh, well, no, I want to see down here. These look like bigger, fatter buds. <laughs> oh Jesus! Like these are super fat buds right here. Purple punch right here. It's grows squattier, and you can see that the color of the leaves. It's much darker than the uh, the golden cobra or the, even the crescendo. Look at that, this guys. Those are big, fat buds. This is purple punch here? Yeah. yeah. Look at the, the you can color. see just canopy to canopy the different strains, the way they do. Oh, the look at that darker. nug right up top there. <laughs> that's the cola. That's oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That looks great. What's that called? The top big bud is called the cola, K-O-L-A. Now here you, you're supposed to chop that off at some point. Is that true? Well, we'll chop all of these plants down at the same time, and then they'll ju- the buds will get trimmed all at the same time. 
But if you're if you're growing one at home, you think you're supposed to cut the cola? Or maybe I've heard it, that it makes it go out or something. Like it, it makes it spread wide. Yeah, outside. or it weighs it down. And so, yeah, you would do a topping or super cropping, but you do that before it got to this phase, right? You do that in the veg phase. Oh, okay, cool. All right, man. Let's go. Amazing room. This is a great room. All right, let's. You you should go first though. Okay, we're gonna recycle Perfect. these booties. They become condoms. <laughs> I'm gonna just put mine on my dick now. <laughs> Wishful thinking. How are you guys scientists. doing? We're running across more scientists. Oh, they had to wear gloves. They must be dirtier than us. We're on a special tour. It turns out, hell fucking yeah. They all had to wear purple gloves because they look dirty. <laughs> we're now leaving the exit facility. I got real quiet in there, guys. Yeah. So who are those little orange men that ran out of the room right when we ran in? <laughs> Did you guys see those guys? I, I was too busy was stuffing plants in Horatio's ass to smuggle out of here, so <laughs> I missed it. <laughs> but I filled Horatio's ass up with Looking purple the cavity buns. in my asshole is so good and big that you could fit, I, a, I took out fit a about three ounces in there. Corona. <laughs> Man, a lot of people work here. Check Spray, out the right. weight room. Wait, don't go separate. This is awesome. That's they the have gym. a fucking like CrossFit gym here. I know that was a major one, and I know CrossFit gyms. All right, now we're back in the main facility. You can hear the the mama plants <laughs> screaming. <laughs> that's definitely not Sorry. how that's supposed to go. <laughs> that was amazing, Dave. Oh. Well, thank you so much. Do, I, do you have anything that you want to say on the way out or anything that we need? Uh, yeah. Uh, buy THC Design. Follow us on Instagram. We're at THC Design. All right. So thank you, guys. Thank you, coming. Professor Fairchild. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Thank awesome. You. I, we, none of us have ever done that. That Great. was cool. Yeah. Very cool. It's it's very powerful. Pushier and thicker. You got enough water to rock the cottage. You got enough water to rock the cottage. You got enough water to rock the cottage. You've never been in something like this. You got enough water to rock the cottage. 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 You got enough water